0: Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, my co-host, Lacey Finley. Oh, happy Monday! And joining us this week in the Palace of Megapixels is a South Jersey native and graduate of the University of Maryland who founded Oh, It's a Rock! Studios back in 2014. Kicking things off with the point-and-click adventure game The Beard in the Mirror, they've gone on to release other amazing titles such as Cat President, The Pizza Delivery Boy Who Saved the World, and Internet Court just to name a few. And if that wasn't enough, he also does freelance proofreading for other devs and even hosts his very own podcast called Oh, It's a Podcast, which is right on brand. Please welcome to the show. Please welcome to the show a man who legitimately has an award-winning beard. Yes. Paul Franzen. That is so much more research than I was
2: expecting. That's incredible. Hi everyone. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. Excellent.
3: You're like, oh yeah, I did do those things. Right. I
2: remember now. It's like, wow, yeah, go Terps, University of Maryland. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) No, we want to do proper introductions around here.
2: Oh, I appreciate that so much. Thank you. And thank you yeah,
0: thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely.
3: He's agreed to stay with us all day, so the tomfoolery shall commence. And we, nothing
0: else to do. We can get up to some tomfoolery around here. We get lost in conversations
3: all the time. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I, what's our show. thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just tell people.
0: It's like, oh, yeah, we're doing a podcast, man. It's about video games. Nah, it doesn't matter. Right. So. <laughs> we'll get around to it. So we'll probably talk your ear off a lot later, but for now, big question on everyone's minds. Mm-hmm. What have you been playing?
2: Yeah, so I've been playing uh, very recently the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles on the Ooh, Switch, no. the new the new Phoenix well Phoenix Wright game. Yes, uh, yeah, uh, I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, it has some severe pacing issues to the point where my wife, who was playing it with me, was like, "I can't, I can't with this anymore." Wow.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, that's fair. There is a lot of yeah. points where I feel like they just keep kind of repeating the same thing back and oh forth for gosh. the point, and it's like, yes, yeah. I know. Can we just? Objection!
2: Yeah, <laughs> I like, know what's so so, so wrong! Steven oh, mentioned that I was a, I was a proofreader, so I've been playing through this game, and I'm like, okay, I would have cut out those four lines and just <laughs> jumped ahead to this next part. Uh, but I'm certainly, I'm very much enjoying the plot. I do like, it, it's interesting, the, the pacing in terms of the story is troubling at times, but I feel like in terms of the overall game, I kind of like the pacing a lot better than the originals, so you mm. don't have, like uh a day of investigating and a day of trial another day of investigating another day of trial it's just investigate trial and then the case is over and i and i do appreciate that Mm -hmm. um but i do also feel at times that they're not respecting my time as much as i would (laughs) like them to
3: (laughs) that's fair that's fair i i feel like a lot of those kinds kind of fall into that trap Um, like way too much dialogue to extend it it's like believe it or not I believe you got a beefy enough game that that we can't edit you know like it's maybe I'm just getting too old now or I'm just like really like they're long enough
2: let's move it along I (laughs) mean it it really makes me want to go back to the original trilogy and be like was I mean I played these when I was in college was it was it as bad then too or am I just old now you know right
1: (laughs)
3: Now I'm we've just let
2: other and, and I have I have to mow the lawn. Like, can we hurry this up, please? It's <laughs> yes. going to rain soon.
3: <laughs> I do have things going on, man. Let's move yeah. on. Yeah. No, great. I loved those games. I know. Actually, Stephen was the one who turned me on to them. Yeah, they
0: were. Uh, a, I was one of the games that I found on the DS early on that I was just intrigued by. And once I played one game, it just... I mean, it started it off. It kicked off. And I wanted to play every single title. And, of course, when they did the crossover with uh, Professor Layton, that, like, blew my mind because I was a fan of it, too. And I was like, "Ah, my brain can't handle this. What is this? (laughs) So, yeah.
2: I I had a lot of fun with with that one because I, I, I was not, like, a big Professor Layton person. So, I kept getting all these puzzles. I'm like, I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. And I kept using like all right, hint coin, hint coin, hint coin. This is awesome. <laughs> yes, yes. Answer. Give me him, Yes. Great. Feed me. Feed yes. Me. <laughs> oh, I've also been playing. Oh uh, gosh, have you guys ever played the uh, the Steins Gate series at all?
0: No. Doesn't ring a bell.
2: Oh. Well, it's well. Reg- mm-hmm. It's like this hugely well-regarded uh, sci-fi time travel visual novel. Epically long game. Um, I've been kind of obsessed with it the last few years. I finished the main game and I played one of the spin offs earlier this year. Now I'm playing the other spin off game. Nice.
1: it Steinsgate
2: Linear Linear Something or Other? It has some weird name that I can never remember. <laughs>
3: oh, well, uh, okay. maybe. I just typed in Steinsgate, so like I got a wiki for it.
2: <laughs> Here we go. It's Steinsgate Linear Bounded Phenogram. <laughs> Of oh, course. No one yes. can
3: remember that.
2: Yeah, no, it's completely impossible. That's it's like too a Kingdom much. Hearts name. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Just, let's bring that down a bit. Steinsgate was good. <laughs> yeah. I can remember but
2: that. But it's cool. I mean, so the the original Steinsgate, you play from the perspective of this one guy throughout the entire, you know, bazillion hour game. So this one kind of puts you in the shoes of all of the other characters. You get like a little, like, you know, four or five chapter story from their perspective. Uh, uh dubiously canon stories i would say but but uh but fun nonetheless
3: awesome
0: so. Steins, yeah got that jotted down yeah <laughs>
3: we'll see it if you ever have time
0: yeah if I, I ever have more. time yeah exactly <laughs>
2: it's one yes. of those things you you need to have a big hole in your in your gaming schedule for for no. Steinsgate. you yeah, absolutely I'm... do yeah, I guess yeah. hell will freeze good over before p- that happens that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Well, good for playing like right before bed though especially if you have it on kind of like on like a switch or something nice and portable hmm. just kind of sit there kind of wake I mean, up the next novel. morning
3: they're still mm-hmm. there yeah yeah done that before too <laughs> yeah
0: <they're> still, <laughs> like, they've been they've been you watching you while, while you sleep yeah. <laughs> no. Lace, what about you?
3: You're going to hate me. I did another slacker week. So instead of playing a lot, I uh, downloaded like mods for Sims and just went crazy this week. Hey, sometimes Um, you need an off week. But funny story, or maybe just to me. Let's see. I don't know. So uh, I doubt that it was called, uh, it, we've talked about these mods in the past, but it's a violence mod. So I want to just be a psycho killer. Screw yeah. it. And just kill everyone in my Sims world. Whatever. There's like not a whole lot left to do for me in the Sims. So let's spice it up. And uh, I also have one that I could do drugs if I want to. So I'm befriending my dealer. (laughs) I'm befriending my dealer because duh. But I'm evil. You know, so it's like, I just need that one friend because nobody really likes my reputation around town so far. Because I think I had already put like five or six down at this point. And um, so my dealer calls me and is like, hey, want to go to the flea market? I'm like, all right, fine. We'll go hang out at the flea market. Right. I get to the flea market. I'm looking at a lamp. He kills me.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) I think
3: he was... I think he was just waiting to bide his time and just kills me at the flea market. And you know what other Sims do? They just kind of point and went, oh, and like nobody called the cops. Nobody cared. So I just was like, well, I guess that's uh, how it ends when you're a wow. psycho killer in um, Newcrest in, in the wow. Sims world. So um, I got killed by my dealer at the flea market. I
2: like how we waited until you were in the most public
3: place. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, not can I come over and hang out, watch TV, you know, because I had a basement. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I went completely evil. I had a basement. You could kill me there. No one would ever know. Oh, no, nope. at the amazing. flea market. Yes, at the
0: but flea market. Perhaps, it's the perfect crime. Yeah. Perhaps <laughs> they were all aware of your secret, and he was just doing what needed to be done.
3: <laughs> he knew I'd fight back and probably get him first, or ha! He's like, yeah. look
0: at the lamps, Lace. Look at the lamps. <laughs>
3: So. I did. I just sat there and was just like, oh, I didn't even know that was a feature. So now I, I realized that, you know, he came in and just, yeah, shot me, shot me dead. So we're at the end of that, that guy. So I just let him rest. I felt like that was a nice story arc for him. We'll just let it be. I went back to the main screen.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> um, wish. Yeah. You had video of this. I want to see this action go down.
3: I wish I did too, because it was so funny. Because there was another mod that I had at one point too, and I had just some dude rolled in on a motorcycle and like killed us all, and then like took off on a kite thing, like one of those. And I was like, who, who, who programmed this? Because this is like glorious and totally unexpected. <laughs>
2: The Sims has changed since I played it last. Yeah. Wow. We've
3: uh, uh there's so many mods now just yeah. to make it fun. Okay.
2: <laughs> since EA won't do it.
3: But you know, so now we got these you know,
2: <laughs> I've I think I've been to some flea markets where I would not be surprised to see a murder, to be perfectly honest. That's with probably you. true.
3: In the downtown city, I'm evil. Yeah, yeah well yeah. I guess you run with bad people, this is what happens. <laughs> or bad Sims, however we want to put it. Uh, but yeah, so that's, that was, I guess I needed to take on a little frustration this week that I was unaware of.
0: (laughs) Apparently. I mean, you have been, you know, pretty, pretty just like, so yeah, maybe that's what it was.
3: Yeah. It's been a long week at work, a couple of weeks at work, so maybe that's just that, that was the safest way to do it, was just come home, you know, see, I'm not out in the world. That's right. Creating problems. (laughs) But how about you, Steven? Do you play anything fun? Because the other thing I, I, I played, we'll just
1: chat about
0: a little later. Uh, Well, actually, I did uh, do a little catch-up. I mean, after last week's review, I I Mm -hmm. finished No More Heroes. I was pretty much like right there on the cusp. Uh, It was bonkers, as you would expect, as far as endings go. And while they did say this was probably Travis's last game, they also kind of left that door cracked a little Uh, bit. Oh, yeah. So they could continue it on in some other way. And I, I would be down for that, just based okay. on what they, they set up. So, But I don't want to make any assumptions. I, just, I would love well, to see more of it, myself, I personally. I don't think
3: they want to close the door completely on any further money. Yeah. So it's just like, we'll leave it there, just in case mm. you know another amazing Suda comes along or something and wants to Perhaps. carry on with another story. I don't know.
0: Uh, but after I finish that... I uh, decided to do a little bit of house cleaning. Try to play something a little shorter. I played the uh, Truth Quest DLC for ManEater, which was oh nice pretty basic uh, in the sense that you're doing about what you did last time, and then you're searching for like these clues for mm-hmm. toxic waste throughout this new area, and then you even kind of revisit some older areas, and then now you're fighting mutated versions of the creatures you fought prior. So you'd have like a, a bone whale or a, an electric great white and I'm just like God no they've got powers too
3: <laughs> all I want to do is eat the people on shore
0: mm mm-hmm. well that see that <laughs> that's one thing you have to do a lot is eat sailors which then in turn brings the army down on you yeah. and then bounty hunters and then all that stuff but you become radioactive now you can be like a Godzilla shark in a sense because so you can you even take have a little like bit a, more of a beaten. A little bit. I mean, I didn't utilize everything exactly like some of the newer stuff that they added because I like my, you know, super defense and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But there was a nice, once I figured out how to use it, you have a uh, pretty much a Godzilla atomic breath beam that you can fire off and talk about clearing out some boats pretty quick. That'll do it. And help me in uh, quite a few fights, too, because I don't like fighting orcas they're always a pain
3: I hear they're jerks like IRL too so it's
0: <laughs> and hey it's, <laughs> it's all fine. portrayed but uh, that didn't take very long it was probably maybe like a two hour you know side thing which was extra. fine
3: yeah is that a free DLC no, no? because okay.
0: they they did sure. new uh, cutscenes and new uh, oh, dialogue okay. because it's supposed to be oh he got fired but now we're watching the skies you know truth quest and he's going on about his uh, crazy uh, conspiracy theories about <laughs> what the shark's doing, what the government's doing. That alone is kind of worth listening to. Just, just listening to
3: the commentary on what they yeah. are doing in the ocean.
0: Because he's got some some doozies, let me tell you. Uh, lastly, I came around to After Party, which I got... It was the one where the kids go down into hell and they have to outdrink Satan. Oh yes, I was
3: like, why did my brain just leak? I know that one. Yes, Mm -hmm. because we saw that at Pax. Like, did was it the last year we were able to go?
0: I think so. I finally (laughs) got around. By the the way, it was fine. I'm not. I'm still halfway through. I think I'm going to the second challenge Mm -hmm. that you have to do before you go back to Satan, and he's like, "Okay, you've got your stamps, so now you can drink me under the table," but i'm on my way to that
3: beer pong
0: i know i i did play the beer pong i got i did good the first shot like beginner's luck and then after that i screwed up and
3: the mechanics are kind of weird
0: yeah i've done good on everything else
2: I've never heard of this game, so I'm enjoying trying to figure it out based on (laughs) context clues. And then you got to Satan, and I'm like, okay, nope, I I lost the thread somewhere. I thought I was
0: following, and then... um... It's
2: like, okay, beer pong, yes, okay, I'm following, party, okay, Mm. Satan. And then you get to Satan, okay, nope.
3: mm. You have to play Satan and beer pong, I think, to get out of hell. (laughs) Yeah, something
0: like that. (laughs) It's a a great story thus far, just how insanely creative it is. Yeah. Even kind of leaving certain threads open to where I'm like I'm still curious. There's some questions that still need answers, and I'm not sure mm-hmm. what they are just yet. But we'll get there. And I was hoping to have it done, but you know, busy stuff like you are you know, busy. He said mowing lawns and stuff like that. I got to do that stuff yeah. too. You know, takes see. Hours I feel now. bad.
3: My excuse is just I'm tired of being at the PC after sitting there for ten hours, so then I run away.
0: But that's There's really
3: no more deep in my life going on than that. Then my ass needs to stand up for like an hour. Mm. Yeah,
0: but that's but all anyway. I play. Yeah, that's all I played. <laughs> so I'm, I'm hoping to get back on track at some point. Maybe finish that up.
3: I got quite a few lined up for this week that I'm hoping to be able to get through. Because the Artful Escape came out on Gay Pass. So I've got to get right. to it. That one looked interesting AF to me. I really i am into it. It looks like it's going to be weird and crazy and bizarre, and I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Excellent. Wow, you played a lot, though. I'm actually impressed.
0: Yeah, I mean, it seems like a lot, but smaller doses, if you really think about it. So I played a little of this to finish, a little of that to finish, a little of this. A little shorter experiences. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, let's see what was going on this week. I don't yeah, know. Really Unless it. you had some other topic, of course, because I know we love to deviate.
0: No, no, no. I'm good.
3: <laughs> That's part of our charm. It oh, is. You see. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just the, the the one thing that I've seen coming out here, the old Apple versus Epic thing, because honestly, I'm actually kind of smiling at it. I just because I feel like it worked out. For other people? Anyway, so what have we learned? (laughs) Uh, So the ruling came out this week. Obviously, this litigation's been going on, what, like a year, year and a half now? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. honestly, to have a ruling this early, I'm a little impressed. I thought it would drag on for a lot longer than this, but... Um, So if you are unfamiliar, of course, Epic was suing Apple over whether third parties should have the ability to add their own way for players to purchase in-game content that's not just through the Apple Store, right? Um, And then, of course, 30% was not just and... The list goes on, right? He was fighting. Sweeney was fighting for you. Little indie devs. Remember Mm -hmm. that. Remember that. Um, so judge Yvonne Gonzalez Rogers issued a permanent injunction in the Apple versus Apple case, putting new restrictions on Apple's app store rules, which, all right. Uh, there, uh, now they do have to let you put in other ways to purchase in game items or anything that on the Apple store, uh, 30% 30% is no longer the standard, it looks like. So that's going to have to be more competitive as well on their take on what they take from, uh, I'm just going to say developers in this case, because we're reporting on it from a gaming perspective. Um, but it will go into effect December 9th. So I guess they can still bully you around until then. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> uh, so, But what I find hilarious about the whole thing, which is kind of what I was hoping would happen, Epic still can't go on Apple (laughs) (laughs) because they had broken the terms of service. The judge absolutely ruled that Epic still owes that 30% from like August to whenever they got finally removed from the store. Um, And since they broke (laughs) the law, um, it doesn't look like we can free Fortnite on Apple.
2: iOS.
3: So I know that you probably saw some headlines. Like, uh, I saw some major outlets like, Epic won. And I'm like, I'm not too sure, actually, about that. So I don't see that it's really a win for Epic. And two reasons, because the judge explicitly decided that Epic's injunction was, you know, you did it to yourself, Mm
1: -hmm. thinking
3: that, you know, you you were bringing something up and you planned this whole thing purposefully, and you broke your own contract, um, which, of course, we know was used to provoke this whole thing in the first place. I, I mean, you know. Mm. Uh, so Epic breached its contract with Apple, and also because if Epic did not want to now insert, say, a PayPal button into Fortnite, it just can't because Apple terminated Epic's developer account when the company breached its contract. And the judge confirmed that Apple is completely within its right to keep Epic off the Apple store for good. So big win, I guess, for like indie teams. I don't really care when two corporations are still fighting it out like this. Honestly, if I'm, I'm being I'm sure it's not over. Epic has already come out like I'm sure they're going to keep filing another lawsuit. Apple's probably going to keep doing the same to keep fighting it back and forth. But it, Epic has lost about three point six million, which it has to pay to Apple. That's because uh, Epic made roughly $12.2 million in revenue with the direct payment mechanism it injected into Fortnite for that little period of time that it was there.
0: But you know, <laughs> isn't it a good thing that this isn't just a clear winner on one side or the other? The fact that they're both kind of getting a slap on the wrist.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I think the biggest thing Sweeney was trying to go for was to get them to rule Apple as a, a monopoly in this space. Um, and the judge actually concluded, no, um, we're not considering that a monopoly in this space right now. Um, so, I mean, Epic, thank you for your sacrifice. I know this was <laughs> what you wanted. So I'm really glad so now other devs could benefit. Um, I'm sure he's very thankful at this time. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I don't know when I first saw the headline my first thought was like I hope this would be so much more funny if Epic still can't go on the store and then I read and I'm like (laughs) oh ha (laughs) (laughs) I honestly thought they would have to go back on there but I don't know so yeah so I guess a win for everyone else involved not for Apple or Epic Um, and I'm just keep your eye on that space because I'm sure they're going to keep throwing lawsuits at it to try to win because now they're probably both sad.
0: Yeah, no their no. egos
3: are in the way, and we're going to keep suing until it gets in there. So, I mean, we did see like Tim Cook come out and be like, "Well, you know, it all seemed fair. We were not a monopoly. We're not bullying people. Blah 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 blah." And then Sweeney's, you know, retweets it, but no. And I'm like, okay, well, now you two can just go do your own thing. I don't care anymore. Fight about each other. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I guess this is what we know right now until the next lawsuit comes into play. Fair enough. I don't know. Does that does that? I don't know. Have you ever tried to use any mobile gaming, Paul? Like upload any to any of these? Like is it? <laughs> I, I, I
2: um, I'm wondering
3: about that side of it. You know.
2: Yeah. So um, we've we've never released a game uh, on iOS, uh, and there's sort of a two pronged reason for that. One uh, is that uh, at least at the time I looked into it, it was too expensive. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> Just like the upfront cost. I think there was like. An annual fee you had to pay to keep your game on the store, oh, wow. um, and at least at at the time, like I mean, even now we don't we don't release like big expensive games. There was mm-hmm. it was very unlikely that we were going to make that money back. Um, but also at the time we released uh, one of our early titles, uh, Francie Drew and the Mystery of the Missing Mother-in-Law on Android, um, and I believe that was <laughs> what like four or five years ago, and I believe we've made. Eight dollars off of that. Oh, uh, so <laughs>
3: <laughs> but now you can keep more of your money, so you should just re-upload it because now it's yes. Like 12%. I can get ten dollars now. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: <laughs>
2: so we, we haven't we haven't uh ex- that was a lot that was a while that was several years ago. So we we haven't we just haven't been exploring that space that much. Mm. Um, the the engine we use, Renpy, uh, does have options for uh, porting games to mobile devices, but we. Haven't we just haven't played with it that much. <laughs>
3: well I guess wait till after December ninth when all of it goes into full effect and then and then yeah, revisit yeah, yeah. when hopefully, <laughs> you know, you can put your own way to pay in there to a third party. It doesn't have to go through that Apple, would,
2: I guess. That would definitely be better, yeah. You know.
3: <laughs> I'm sure they're gonna love that
2: sure we're just gonna house all this stuff but we we will only accept cash payments now you have to you have to mail it to me personally
3: to po box tim cook i don't know yes (laughs) wherever they live uh let's see here all right so ps5 and xbox x shortages right like it's just gonna be a thing forever um it seems like now we're also going up and get the components for the conduits um, that are making them up that are just going to be too hard to find. So those are now on a shortage as well. Um, It has limited production. We already knew this, but um, we've reported this before. Till 2023 is what they're still looking at, that this problem could be back and forth. Um, I didn't realize this, though, but Toshiba, I guess, is the one who creates a, a bigger bulk of these for, like, the gaming end of it, for the gaming hmm. systems. Um, and uh, they're, they're just trying to <laughs> – I think they're starting to learn how gamers are because they're, like, putting out a statement like, we're sorry – Uh, Because they've acknowledged that game console makers are among the customers making the strongest demands. And I'm sincerely sorry for their frustration as none of them have 100% satisfaction. And I'm like, oh, Toshiba, I'm so sorry. You have to deal with gamers now. But um, they're trying. They're thinking September, maybe 2022, but 2023 might be a more realistic timeline just for material shortages, the high demand on it. It's just kind of made it a veritable mess right now. Um, So I guess just keep trying and keep being patient when you see those stock drops. If you're one of those that's still trying to get your hands on one of those consoles um, cause it doesn't look like it's going to get any easier anytime soon.
2: Just from I'm, that end. <laughs> I'm utterly convinced that the PlayStation 5 has actually not been released yet. I have never <laughs> seen one in the wild. I don't know anyone. Steven has the one. He has the yeah. one. Cause okay. I've actually okay, seen you, it. Okay. So you have yeah. the
0: one. Okay. I have the one. <laughs> She's the seen one. <laughs> it in person. She was like, oh yeah. my God, look okay, at okay, it. Okay. All I can right. actually confirm. It does exist. I've
3: seen okay. it in person. He let me play it. Oh. So I, I could say at least looks like the pictures, whether mm-hmm. it's, that it's PS4 and how Scott. much I
2: trust you two, though. Yeah. That's fair.
3: <laughs> I mean, that's fair. We just met. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I'll let you know um, on this Friday, because supposedly I snagged one, too, finally off of Walmart. And I'm not saying it's mine until I have it in my hands, because I don't know if it's going to get stolen along the way or anything like that. So supposedly September 17th, I might have the second one in the wild we'll see i'm not gonna get myself excited (laughs) for it yet until it's actually like in my hands but i am getting a new couch this week which is even more exciting
1: really
2: oh Mm. Uh. Oh, i know being grown-ups is so much fun
3: i really did i know side note i got a text from them saying it could come wednesday it wasn't supposed to be until november 23rd
2: so i'm like (gasps) (gasps) that's awesome Yes,
3: please. Schedule me for Wednesday development. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Delivery. Anyway, so I'm excited. It's an L couch, too. It's got the little ottoman. I'm so excited.
0: Hey, I got a weed eater last week, and it was the greatest thing ever. I'm like, I've got a tool that's awesome. I'm going to tear these weeds down.
1: (laughs) Who says adulting
3: is boring? This is fun stuff.
0: It is it's so upsetting that this is what's
2: fun now. Because the thing is, I agree with you. Yeah. Like I'm sitting here thinking, like I want to see pictures of this couch. This sounds good. Really oh my gosh! I'm gonna yeah.
3: lay all over. It's gonna be like what we, yeah. we the one we have now. Literally is like a pothole in the middle now. Like there's no uh, cushion left in the center cushion. So luxurious. It's, he sits yeah. way over there, and then it's a journey if we want to meet. <laughs>
0: If we had a millennial audience, they are gone right now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, no, 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 no. They're getting kind of old, too. So you might mm. have to say the next one because millennials right, are getting up there. <laughs> Can't blame them for everything anymore. They're in their 40s, for crying out loud. Leave them be. <laughs> Anywho, moving on with games, why we're here. Um, this one I love. Bug Snacks developer permanently shifts to a four-day work week. Yes. Woo! A dev team finally, oh my God, I love to hear this. Uh, so the developing team is Young Horses. Um, they tested this out, it sounded like in July. So they did a little testing to see how it was going to work um, with a four-day permanent work week. Um, and it sounds like pfft, went over really well. Uh, studio founder Phil Tibetowski mm-hmm, said that the studio already expected a 34-hour work week, 35, which mm-hmm. I don't know where you are in the world. The states considers forty. A regular work week, right? Uh, Losing that day made it 32. And the way he put it, he goes, might as well give people the peace of mind that they can relax doing their own thing on their own time than have someone feel guilty for doing it at work. Uh, We know what we have to do when it needs to get done. um, And we're making our own schedule entirely based around those things and their needs of when they need to be accomplished. So I hope more studios follow suit. I really do. I mean... We've had plenty of studies that are showing like, like forcing 40 hours or more into it doesn't necessarily create productivity anymore. Giving them free time and all that kind of stuff, making them happy. I don't care how long the game takes personally, myself. I don't want you abusing your people to get it done. So yay. I'm applauding yeah. them for doing it. And I hope it sounds like it worked out well. I hope it continues to work well. And I hope more of you follow suit. And gamers, just be mad. If you're the we type that up gets upset network. about stuff getting delayed, like it's just, it is what it is. They're humans. They deserve time to, uh, anyway. And this one I actually saved because Paul was on this week.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, yes. Uh, and you probably saw it last week floating around. Cause I, I sat on it cause I was like, this might be a good conversation. Um, it was a story based around, um, one single indie dev, uh, goes by Emeka games who at at one point, for like a couple of days there, had put out a tweet saying that, you know, thank you for your support. Um, unfortunately, I might be stepping away from Game Dev because he creates horror experiences that last about an hour and a half, maybe two hours long. And unfortunately, enough people were abusing the Steam refund policy that they would play it to completion, enjoy the crap out of it, and then return it. Um And it's one of those things that I was always curious about happening with developers who make smaller experiences, because I think they're just as valid as an 80-hour experience. You know, everyone likes games at a different pace, and I don't feel like you need to shove more into it to make it long to feel like you've gotten your money's worth. He was only charging like $6.99 for these games, right? Like, it wasn't Mm -hmm. like he was gouging you for it. So it begs the question, You've also created shorter experiences. <laughs> and I feel like I saw a tweet with you talking about this earlier in the week with like a list of stuff for your upcoming game. Please don't refund or something like that. So <laughs> is, that, is that as rampant as people are making it seem or as he is making it seem?
2: Or... So, so here's the the funny thing, at least from, from my perspective, that I, I learned from this. I didn't know we could see the reason why people were refunding our games.
1: Oh. <laughs> I didn't
2: even know that was an option. <laughs> so so I actually saw this as kind of cursed knowledge because now I know that at any time I could go in my Steam account and see a list of comments of why people were like just hated my games so much. Oh no. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I yeah, so I, I haven't I haven't looked into that because it just it's like gosh, it's like it's like getting uh feed like evaluation feedback from your work except it you know it's all just going to be negative <laughs> you you know
3: right so i actually
2: haven't looked that much into it i know we've we I and mean, we've gotten our far sh- fair share of um of refunds um but i i think a lot of that is because our games are so kind of weird and out there people get into it and they're like oh this isn't this is not what i wanted i didn't <laughs> want this why is the why is the cat hitting on me i don't like this <laughs>
3: Oh, that speaks volumes about me because that's exactly what drew me in. You know, because I was like, oh, this is so weirded out there. I love yeah, it. You know, but yeah, it could but be it is interesting.
2: interesting. It 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 definitely, like, it adds an incentive for, for developers to artificially lengthen their games. Like, it's like what we were just talking about, Ace Attorney. Like, mm-hmm. that game could probably be as, like, a third of, as short as it is. The new Ace Attorney game could be, as, like, a third shorter uh, because they put all this extraneous dialogue Mm. in there like it incentivizes someone like me who makes shorter visual novels that are you know are sometimes close to two hour mark it incentivizes me to just add a bunch of junk that makes the game longer to, to so that people can't do that. Like, that's not yeah. great.
3: No, and I don't, <laughs> I don't think want to
2: be- <laughs> that,
3: that was one thing. I saw people trying to have discussions back and forth of like how to yeah. do this. Because to be, to be fair, I like the Steam return policy. I really do. Yeah, oh, absolutely. There's very few places that even give you that opportunity, especially where games are concerned and it being an expensive hobby. Um, but should there be a different kind of policy, maybe where <laughs> devs can? As I don't know what the submitting process is like, mm-hmm. how long my game is. Uh, maybe there could be an yeah. exception for something like. Would that be too much work though? Too like, would Steam need a whole other department? It seems like it's harder question to tackle than I initially thought.
2: Yeah, and I, I actually, as a as a consumer, as a player, I absolutely agree with you. Like, I've had games that, like, I'll I'll buy an online game to play with my friends, and I'll realize two seconds into it, like, oh. Like this game doesn't run on my computer or the online function doesn't work because mm-hmm. I'm on a, a DSL from 1994 or, you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like plenty of reasons. So I I really do. I, I've certainly taken advantage of the generous refund policy.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But right. yeah, as a developer who makes shorter games, like it's uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what the great solution is unless you can like, as you say, like somehow tier it based on how long the games actually are or yeah mm. Mm. <laughs> one person suggested like put an achievement at the end of like your game and if the player has not uh, gotten that achievement now they're not allowed to get a refund anymore <laughs> like that seems like it like like would that. be a yeah.
3: good one i don't know how hard that would be yeah, but like, like if you pop the end of yeah. game achievement
2: yeah yeah if there's like some some like you know, piece of Steam code that you can put in your game that says, okay, this is, like, the point of no return. Like, if right. you've gotten this far, you've seen almost the entire game at this point.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
2: if there was a way to do that, but... And then, like, what? Do you have to, like, warn the player with, like, a little pop-up notification? No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, Yeah. So like, d- okay, you have common. to make your
2: decision now. Right. Like it's it's so complicated yeah <laughs>
3: you have like 10 minutes left but now's the time to decide because we're not showing you the end so decide <laughs> um I actually think that's fantastic because if you were the type that was gonna do it I would laugh at that like haha well what do you think
2: <laughs> do you want to donate that five bucks yeah, that's, Cause that's probably oh all it cost gosh. you anyway <laughs> That's, yeah, see, and then that would then affect the, the, the creation of the game almost, because you'd be like, okay, so now I have an incentive to make like a huge cliffhanger moment at around the two-hour mark, <laughs> and put this pop-up there, like, all right, if you want to see if the main character's really dead or not, you, you can't <laughs> refund it. Oh, God, that
3: might get taken down as a troll game. I can see it already with Steam, like, yeah. no. <laughs> well just as complicated a conversation as I thought it would be. So it sounds like yes. there was no way to really figure that out, but I I guess what started this whole thing off is he could see the um yeah, the one well, reviewer praising it, how it was such a great game and then saw that they had returned it. Uh, so that was when it was kind of like and yeah. I and I get it. So I it, obviously this isn't a good thing. Maybe we just have to Put more out there on the honor system. Like, look, you got these single mm-hmm. devs. A lot of times they're doing it for fun. It's a passion job. It's something like that. And you're stealing their time. I think when you do that, really and truly, if you're just doing it to get your money back. Um, now, if this person was charging you 30 bucks, then maybe I could understand it. But I feel like they're fairly priced for the
2: experience you're getting. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, I mean, the the shorter games, I mean, they they necessarily almost always... Cost a lot less mm-hmm. than a than a you know sixty hour Steam. game a thirty hour game a ten hour game even you know we I think we've had one game that we've charged more than ten dollars for and I think we lowered that price eventually so, to like uh, ten and bes- a sweet spot yeah and then besides that like what uh, one thing I can tell you about Steam sales is that uh, or selling games on Steam is that. Uh, you sell almost all of your games during the seasonal Steam sales, so like mm. most people are getting these games at twenty percent off, fifty percent off, ninety percent off. Anyway,
3: do you get to opt into that, like whether your game you gets to be yes, on sale? You do, yes, yes. Okay, I often yeah. You,
2: you get an you get an email where they let you know okay the Steam the, the whatever sales are coming up, uh, and you get the option to click on it and set whatever discount you want. Uh, and you can see like a history of how how you've discounted your games in the past too mm-hmm. so you can be like all right i i've always made this game 20% off it's been out for a few years now i can bump that up a little more this time stuff like that oh okay yeah you that that's i mean that's how i usually do it i progress the the sales as long as the game's been out i think i think we've sold like one game at 90% off one time i think that's the highest we've ever gone i don't remember which one that was probably one that didn't sell well <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh man well at least in the case of emica it looked like he got a lot of support through that that week and and and, and, uh he came out like very appreciative of it it seems like he might continue on with what i can't remember the name of the last game he was working on that looked like it was what was going to get the axe like hey this isn't going to come out and now might get finished so if you were a fan of them go over keep buying them and just don't be that guy Or, girl, or person, or whatever. Just don't be that person. I like this (laughs) and return it. Like, no, you're just stealing their time. And I think that's great. And if you want more of those smaller experiences, let them keep the money so they'll be motivated and have time to be able to make more. I don't know. Steven. Yeah, I I think we're boring over there.
0: No, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm, not. I followed the story quite quite well, and it it does sound. Like, I could, I've could, i not been in this situation per se, but I, I would get how frustrating that is because you can kind of relate it to other things. You know, if you're taking something and you like something, why aren't you supporting, supporting. that thing? Mm-hmm. So then you don't know what you've done or how you feel, and it's just... I could see why this guy would have stepped away. Yeah, like, absolutely. I guess it had happened enough like, you know, you... that
3: he was just like, yeah, at this point I'm in the hole putting mm-hmm. these out, you know? And...
1: mm mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and I mean to be clear, like if someone doesn't like my game, I have I have zero problem with them mm. refunding it. Like if you play the game, you play it for like an hour, even and you're like, this is this is stupid. It's not getting good. I was hoping it would get good, and it hasn't yet. Like I have I have no problem. Like yeah. certainly my games. I'm sure a lot of other developers agree. Not all games are for all people. That's just you know, right. They're for different tastes. So I have I have no problem with that. But yeah, if you play the entire game, you're like, this was awesome. All right, give me my ten bucks right. back. I'm like, oh. That just that feels bad, right? It feels real bad. Yeah.
3: So people, uh, maybe that's another good thing. Now that more people are aware, they can see that sort of thing. Maybe you'll want to be more on the honor system.
2: <laughs> I will never look at that. I never want to know why people are. You know saying, what? That's fair. I, I don't know that I can't, I can't can. put myself through that. It's
3: like diving through any kind of comments about something yeah. you might have said online, where you're like, Ugh. I don't really want to know what other people's opinions are. Even like diving looking at. It
2: like public steam reviews like they're most of ours are are positive but like you still get one negative i'm like oh oh
1: no why'd they say that
2: (laughs) just reading like a whole database of stuff about how much they hate your games just sounds so upsetting to me i always like it was in the discussions because it's like that
3: one time you found out the player didn't know the devs were actually reading everything oh well what i what i meant was that that it's like but you're come on man (laughs) <laughs> you yeah. had to know they were on their own Steam group, probably reading the <laughs> discussions there. I don't know.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, I can't speak for anyone else, but I read every single thing that is publicly online about my games. So.
3: <laughs> oh, I don't know that I could do it, but I understand. Yeah. But good yeah. on y'all for being able to do it, because I love them. I'm here for the tomfoolery. <laughs> 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 all right well um only other like piece of news that i kind of want to keep an eye on here just to see how this even shakes up um so you probably are aware if you're within the uh the twitch space um that they've been having a lot a lot of issues with a lot of hate raids among marginalized streamers most uh specifically it seems um and there's been a lot of backlash um they had a day off twitch a lot of streamers are trying to bring, you know, a lot of eyes and attention to this and hopeful to get it fixed, some sort of way to make sure that these sort of things don't happen. Um, so Twitch actually co- uh, filed a lawsuit on September 9th, uh, taking legal action against two anonymous individuals that they believe to be the leaders in the ongoing hate raids. Um, so they, they have already, I guess, taken some measures. I'll be honest. I haven't really been on Twitch in so long. I'm not sure what all the new stuff has changed. Um, But from what I was reading, uh, that they've been uh, trying to implement other bots that could scan chat better for hateful comments to keep those banned um, and also trying to ban every account. But that starts to be an impossible task when you really make it fairly easy for people to create an account in the first place. There's no like real hey, should we email you, text you on a phone number, kind of make sure it's you situation. So it makes it really easy for people to just constantly make new accounts if they want to. Uh, But there was two anonymous individuals uh, who operate under the usernames Cruise Control, uh, two Zs, and Creatine Overdose. Uh, The suit alleges that these two helped promote, organize, and engage in hate raids on a large scale. Um, And in a Washington Post article revealed uh, that the hate raids were not organized, of course, on Twitch, as you probably would have imagined, but like, you know, on Discord servers where they could be away from Twitch's scrutiny while they're organizing their garbage moves. Um, So they think actually one of them is based in the Netherlands. That says a lot about me. I just 100% assumed it would be stateside. But, uh, well, (laughs) I I know that's probably horrible. (laughs) Everyone's, "Eh," you know, Uh, but creatine overdose probably in Austria. Uh, So Twitch doesn't know the legal name for each user yet. I'm thinking they're hoping with bringing it to the the court system that this will be able to get sussed out on who these people are um, and maybe find some way that way. I mean, I'm not going to claim to understand the back end, the coding, the UI, the everything that they need to go through to try to take protective measures against stuff like this. And unfortunately where there's a will people find a way to keep circumventing these things. I always wish that if they put that to good, you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. you have that evil mastermind. That's so motivated. If you put it towards good, how much you could really do with it, man. Cause you're so smart, clearly. <laughs> you know? um, but yeah, so I guess we'll just keep an eye on how that lawsuit plays out. If it ends up helping them um, discover who it is that's been behind and organizing these on a mass scale, um hopefully it'll work out i mean i really don't know what to say about it than that i haven't been on in a while but i've been seeing a lot of my you know streamer friends that have unfortunately been on the end of this and it's just it's heartbreaking it's heartbreaking i don't
0: don't think this is gonna it could hinder it a little but i don't think it's gonna be a permanent fix it just seems simple you know yeah yeah So I
3: feel like you're just going to have to turn off the raid feature. It feels like the more stuff that I read about it, like I feel like that's the one thing that kind of made it stand out from other streaming platforms, I guess Mm -hmm. now. I don't know if the other Trovo and all of them do it. If I'm honest, like, I don't know. I'm sure they're alive and well. I don't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I don't know if they have it, but I know like YouTube does not Mixer sort of did when it was around, but like not in the same way. So it might just come down to like people are just poking a hole in one little feature they have there, and might have to just turn it off. Like some people have to nuke comments for a minute. Like you might just have to nuke the raid feature for a bit and reset mm. and recollect and and see what you can do. I wouldn't. I would be okay with that personally if I was.
0: Yeah, Twitch could use some house cleaning anyway. Wouldn't hurt them. <laughs>
3: Well, maybe with them losing all these big streamers, hmm? we might see what's what? actually going to happen over there. I I don't know, man. I think Twitch ran out of money.
1: Why he wouldn't you try
3: to keep Lupo and Tim, dude? Like, they're like the most wholesome, charity loving people. And I feel okay. This could be just me talking out my butt, to be fair. Like, I don't know, but it just seems weird that you'd let those two go.
0: Oh, <sighs> I mean, you don't know.
3: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know everyone's like, put Amazon. And I'm like, but but still, they got approved to Amazon. They're worth being on the Amazon docket. And I really think they just wanted the Twitch tech. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's talk about the PlayStation Showcase.
0: Please.
3: Please, dude. There was, this was fun. Yeah. They had so many fun games. Uh it's Spider-Man 2. All right, come on. Are you excited? Come well, on. Duh, yeah. Duh, right? Like Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Venom?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And and what blew my mind, and I should have heard it when I I watched the trailer the first time, Tony Todd as Venom. Ah, oh, perfect yeah. voice casting. Perfect. <sighs>
3: And I'm going to have a PS5, hopefully, by 2023.
0: That's true. Well, I do I hope.
2: <laughs> I, I think the PlayStation 5 will be released by 2023. <laughs> we'll I it
3: think it'll finally come around. That's right when the shortage should end. So it will be like, mm. we'll yeah. be flush with them at that point. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, obviously, that looked good. It looked exciting. Insomniac's been killing it with these types of games. So, like... I feel like, duh, this was the, the, the next thing, of course, to do, but... I, I don't... Oh, God.
0: oh, I was just going to say, I don't, I don't have any um, inside information or anything like that, but tell me how it would not be awesome, considering they've already shown two Spider-Men in the trailer, mm-hmm. online co-op, you be one Spider-Man, I be another Spider-Man, mm-hmm. we swing around the city together... Tell me that is not a great idea. You don't Do have they, to have like this multi, massive multiplayer city or anything like that. Just no. you and a friend, Spider-Man and Spider-Man. Bring another Spider-Man.
3: It'll be Battle Royale Spider-Man. <laughs> I want to see just like a hundred of them flying down <laughs> onto the city. You know, Spider-Man and then sweep it around at each other. That could be fun for like well, 10 there's, minutes.
2: There's all, this, there's all this multiverse stuff going on yeah. in the Spider-Man yeah. franchise right now. Like there's so many different Spider-Man characters oh, yeah. you could have. Yeah, and it yeah, oh that'd be kind of fun actually, now, now, now you're speaking my language. <laughs> might you thinking
3: about it, I mean that I, would make total sense. I'm
0: really hoping that was kind of the premise here, at least one idea, like you don't have to play with someone, but if uh-huh. you did, you can bring your friend and they can be the other Spider-Man, How, I mean, why wouldn't you do that?
3: I can dig that? it, I can dig it. Okay. It's a simple well, concept. We got a long ways, so are you listening Insomniac? I'm sure they listen every week.
0: Mm, yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah, of course. Secret uh, fans, they don't tell anybody. <laughs>
3: Secret fans, that's fine, that's fine. Lurkers are loved too, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we also saw Wolverine. Come on. Now, I know it's just a CGI trailer, mm. but I feel like Insomniacs kind of prove they're doing good, so I feel like I could trust. It was a lovely surprise. Oh, yeah. I wasn't expecting anything like that at all.
0: I'm just curious what their approach is. Because if, you've ta- if you have take a look at their library of games, yeah. granted, I'm not saying that it has to be like something that they've previously done. But I, I was trying to figure out, like, w- are they going to do this like open world? Or are you going to be a little bit more contained like something like Ratchet & Clank where it's level-based in a way but still kind of yeah. open?
1: Hmm.
0: I don't know. I'm curious to, to see how to approach, because the first thing that crossed my mind is like, do something kind of in the vein of Days Gone, so you can have Logan on his bike traveling around, yeah. stuff like that, and then you can pop off and do some combat or something yeah. like that. I think it would be cool.
3: Uh, I think so. I'm excited for it. I didn't even know I would be Mm -hmm. if we're honest. Like, uh, I just, yeah, you got that one. I'm sure he tore up that bar. He was just sitting at already having his little drink, you know, they go at it. I don't know. I think it'll be fun. I just can't wait to see what they're going to do with it. I hate when they just give me CGI trailers, but Um. it's far off. They didn't even give us like a timeline that I could, I could tell just enough to get us all freaking out about it.
0: So do you think we'll get it after Spider-Man Two? Uh,
3: I feel like yeah, because I feel like they had a release window for Spider-Man Two, whereas Wolverine was like, "Here's the thing we're doing," is what it felt mm-hmm. like. And then I was like, sure. "Oh, because like I'm looking back on my notes, and I went back to the web page I was getting from just to be sure, and yeah, I don't see like a release window for Wolverine." At this time. Fair enough. Although some people, some astute viewers apparently had seen uh, the the license plate that was behind the bar. And Mm -hmm. I thought maybe you might know this reference way better than I do. But the license plate said HLK 181, which upon looking it up was Wolverine's first big appearance in the Hulk comic volume 181. That
0: is correct. Mm -hmm.
3: So do you think there's going to be a Hulk in it?
0: No, I think that was nothing more than an Easter egg just Uh for those astute fans who know his first appearance I was like Uh, oh that's cool but no I don't don't think we'll see it I mean look (laughs) I could see where that's appealing like the one thing I want more than anything now that Fox is now under Disney and they have the X-Men back I want to see Wolverine and Hulk duke it out on the big screen but will I ever get that?
3: I don't know well it might be on direct
0: I don't know (laughs) but if they want to stick in the game sure i'll take it
3: all right well that was all i could tell on that one so i was like "Ooh, i wonder if steven thinks it's going to be in that universe or maybe share the spider-man universe that insomniacs created
0: i was kind of thinking they would do that too why why wouldn't you because wolverine doesn't have to be in new york they don't have to reference specifics Mm -hmm. and just be like yeah they they exist here and there and you can maybe put one little thing like a daily bugle. That's all you gotta do. Or Here's just have the them even Boom. swing
3: past at one point point, not even bring any reference to it. Just don't even, like, don't let the characters pretend like they saw nothing. Just like, whoop, and that's it. Exactly. You're like, ha <laughs> ha!
2: <Ha-ha.
3: laughs> anyway.
2: Maybe, maybe they start like a, a video game version of the MCU like their own uh, video game, like VMCU or whatever, I, where they release all these individual games and then they all come together for the big...
3: You know what, uh, though? Yeah. If that's their plan, that would be kind of cool.
0: <laughs> I, I <laughs> still... Hold it all up for that? I still would love to see something like Spider-Man. You've got the entire city. And as you're swinging, you could pass these heroes. Maybe you see, you know, you swing down into Harlem, and there's Luke Cage battling out some guys. You come back around to Hell's Kitchen, Daredevil swinging around doing some ass kicking. It could just be completely random. You pass through and you see the Fantastic Four blowing by. Why? That would just be so Why cool. Why not? That would crazy.
3: Okay, hire Stephen, guys. He's got all these great ideas. And like, just,
0: I mean, they throw in the Easter eggs as it is. You can go and you find <laughs> these places of business. You know, in the game, which is yeah. cool. Why not put them in? You don't—they don't have to be big characters. Just like, oh, there's there's Daredevil or mm-hmm. whoever. That like you people who have read them since
3: day one could really appreciate a little fan service there. I think those are fun. Like well, I might miss the references, but longtime fans would think it's so cool.
0: Even better, take some C-list villains, and every time there's a bank robbery or or a you know neighborhood shootout or whatever, you can throw in one of these C-listers and just be like, oh, there's uh, the Trapster, and oh, there's Stilt Leg Man, and just all these weird... <laughs> why not? Stilt
3: Leg Man. right? I was like, now I hope there was some smiles listening to that one, because I didn't get it.
0: Yeah,
2: just why not? <laughs> i Google stilt leg-, stilt leg Man real quick. It might be <laughs> I Stilt
0: Man, but I, he's got stilt legs. But he's on stilts,
2: nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. He's, so he's, he's really
0: like deep, deep cuts. You gotta... <laughs>
3: Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Side so note: What was his
0: power? He he was a guy on stilts. That Stilt so legs. just
3: like was he the lookout? <laughs> I no, mean, he
0: he did some crimes.
3: I'm trying to think of what like what benefit super, he had by being on stilts.
0: He was what taller if your than power everyone.
1: Was that you were tall? All right.
0: <laughs> hey, there was a lot of drugs going on back in the seventies, right? <laughs> oh
3: God, this. Is Oh, God, yep. you found it. Oh, this is great. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's a
2: very tall man.
3: He is very tall. He is. Well,
2: there's also <laughs> pictures where he's not as tall, though. Like, can he, are the legs like extendable or yes, is he always tall? Yes, very tall. Very okay. adjustable. Uh, so, see,
0: you are okay. like, ha, ha you can't reach me up here. Ha ha.
2: It's like an inspector gadget kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, that's funny.
3: I feel like I would just keep hitting your foot.
0: But how <laughs> awesome like, would that be? You're just swinging around. And all of a sudden, you see this dude on stilts. It's like, well, I guess I'm fighting this guy.
3: <laughs> what can I do? Run between his legs? I don't know. Um, oh, I love this. I want a video game just about him now. I didn't you know I did until now. Mm-hmm. For all the C-listers, like Stephen just mentioned, put them all together. Yeah, why Oh, that? my gosh. <laughs> oh, I love this. Uh, all right. Well, more game stuff. <laughs> god of war
1: mm-hmm. Heck
3: yeah man uh so yeah I, I i know this is weird like i was all excited when i heard who was playing thor or voicing thor i know right? i like ryan hearst um and honest okay so i should say i know him from sons of anarchy before people go oh yeah how big of a fan of ryan hearst are you um I, I know him from that, and I was a fan of that, if that's acceptable. So, but I, he was uh, on The it,
0: Walking Dead, Lace. He was on was the he? Walking Dead. He was yeah. in The Walking Dead. He was in The Walking Dead.
3: When uh, I stopped at season nine.
0: Well, then you, that's probably why he was he was oh. part of this uh, new group called the Whispers.
3: Oh, that is exactly when I stopped.
0: Yeah. So
3: that is exactly when I finally gave up. I don't know if I should go back or not. I don't know. Have I missed anything in tenth in the tenth season? I just no. feel like. I want to love it. And I loved it, loved it. But my God, move. Move, move it along. Yeah. Move it along.
0: They're still doing that. You know. Why do we have a
3: whole hour episode due to you just having a conversation in a kitchen? Why? We got to just, just nix that whole episode.
0: It was intriguing. <sighs> Is plot, it though? Uh, did you, did you pay
3: attention? Or were you like me and just like, nah. And then came back like 20 minutes later and they were still having the conversation.
2: Well, see, that's when you just start watching every other episode.
3: That you know, especially if like they a do a soap. little
2: recap at the beginning. Like, okay, I got the I got the three plot <laughs> points we learned from the last one. All right, let's. Norman keep going. still
3: needs a shower. <laughs> uh, we still got to do this. Yes. All right. Anyway, games. I'm having such a hard time today. Games. So yeah, yeah. we got still to can. see God right, of yeah. War. Uh, let's see uh, some story set up. Looks like we're going to have a larger world. Um, obviously, older boy. He's now mm-hmm. becoming a man. He's we'll helping you out. Uh, so, uh, the only other bit that I saw in this, and I'll be honest with you, I never followed this sort of thing, but if this is something that, like, makes a difference to you, Corey Barlog is not directing this one, who directed the last one, um, so, if that's something that helps you judge a game, there you go, otherwise, I, I I think it still looks like it's gonna be a
0: lot of fun. (laughs) No, I think, I think that's good, I mean, I, I watched the, uh, developer interview with him. And uh, the new director, whose name slips my mind at the moment. Yeah, I should have wrote it down. Why not trade things off and let someone else take the reins, get a fresh perspective? Let uh, they like they said, game development is uh, extremely time consuming and difficult and exhausting. So, you know, why not let someone else go through that? <laughs> he, did he
3: do the originals too? The first three?
0: Who Corey Balrog? hmm I do not I was think just so. Looking it up because I think wasn't his, sure
3: who did the first ones now.
0: No, no, no. When he came on, he was like a fresh, fresh new talent or something to yeah, that baby degree. face. And everybody was like, oh, look at what he did.
3: Yeah, so. All right. All right. Well, there you go. Still looks good. I, mm-hmm. That was fun to see. I actually, I feel like this whole showcase was just fun. It was all stuff I was looking for. And Kotar, Knights of the Old Republic. Okay. Okay. Lucas Films. No EA. Huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? So I feel like that's all I need to say. We're done here.
0: Yep. <laughs> Those are it, your
3: selling points, people.
0: <laughs> I mean, they said they're rebuilding it from the ground up, and I want to know how good they're. I mean, like, what are you going to improve on? How great are you going to make it look? Just the whole nine yards, because I never really played it. You know, and I say yeah. that mainly because there was a period of time, like maybe two hours, that I got to start it. And then I've seen it, like, my Amazon. Uh, fire stick is like hey you want to play this game and I'm like well yeah but not on this you ask. <laughs> <laughs> like
3: somewhere else please yeah oh, on the Amazon fire stick huh
0: mm-hmm. and then oh the, wait
3: they got that uh, the games apps and stuff now?
0: like that Luna but this Luna. was <laughs> pre Luna oh and you could get a could special controller or whatever and it's just like I'm not buying this When am I ever going to play a game on my fire stick? Never.
3: Yeah, this is the first I would have even heard of thinking of doing such a thing. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, I don't know. I'm excited for it. Asper Media is the one remastering the RPG. Um, So PS5 and PC. Um, That's it. That's all we know. (laughs) Sounds like it's so far early. Um, I I didn't even see, like, a release window. Um, And it... Really, just showed you like a nice little trailer there with his, you know, sabers and fun stuff mm-hmm. and pretty colors. So, um, yeah, I think it's good. I think it's going to be good. I'm excited to see EA's
2: name not on all
3: of them, and oh, I'm yeah. just happy Lucas Films. I know it's a little different, but still, they're kind of back because Lucas Arts. Yay! Yeah. <laughs>
2: Don't tease me! Don't tease me like that.
3: I know. I'm hoping so many more like remasters will come up. Well, I know. Yeah, I should probably save that for later
2: because I could go on and on. Um. (laughs) Oh, I could do another hour on just a LucasArts (laughs) adventure. Uh, We might
3: (laughs) get Steven in here. You've seen how long ours goes. We're like, we'll be done in an hour, and then like. You know, Monday morning rolls around We're like, okay, maybe we should stop talking now (laughs) Um, Uncharted's getting some love Getting some remasters here So we got the announcement that Uncharted 4, Thief's End And Uncharted The Lost Legacy Will be coming to PC Which Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see these run on PC uh, Aiming for early 2022 Uh, Although I was reading this morning The PC version might actually be further than that They said that the PS5 versions Will of course be the first one up And then, you know, PC to follow. So I don't know Mm. that there's actually a projected date for the PC port. Uh, But early 2022 for the PS5 for sure is what they're saying. Um,
0: I I never got to play Lost Legacy. It was one of those that just kind of slipped by me, which always disappointed me. But I never had an opportunity to sit down and play it. So Mm. I will probably definitely get this, despite... Because, I mean, why wouldn't I want an upgraded uh, right. Uncharted 4? I'll, I'll go ahead and take that. But mm-hmm. get the other one because I never got around to it. Why not?
3: Why not? And, I mean, it's going to run so much better anyway. I mean, I'm just sad because I was like, oh, I thought the PC might be at the same time. But I'll wait. It's fine. I've waited mm-hmm. on a lot of things for that. And usually I ended up better for it. So it's fine. <laughs> and I wasn't paying nearly as much either. That's um, right. it's, Not always. But... <laughs> Uh, But the last one that kind of caught my eye on, was that Project Eve, which it does look interesting. The visuals are cool. I think I'm intrigued by, like, the style of it. I kind of got some Bayonetta vibes, maybe, from, like, the fighting style. Um, I don't think that we really got a whole lot about it here either, other than just this little trailer and teaser that it's still coming. No launch window, nothing, but I don't know. I'm kind of intrigued I was a at little this little bit. hack and slash. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it would be for me.
0: I'm willing to, to maybe give it a go.
3: Yeah, this one, it's definitely got a different vibe than I'm feeling for the moment. And I want to keep my eye on it and see how it ends up since it is still super early. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Was it, I think that was it, right? For the PlayStation Showcase and then more news about like GTA 5 port to PS5 is going to be delayed. No, no, no. no, no. uh,
0: GTA 5 (laughs) is so important. No one has played this game. Never.
3: This whole time. It has
0: not been out since the PlayStation 3 era. I don't see. I'm so mad about it. Who cares? (laughs) GTA 5
1: again.
3: It's it's just like Skyrim. You're never going to stop paying for GTA 5. You'll never stop paying for Skyrim. We're just going to, these two are going to live on forever and ever. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, if you were looking forward to that part, port March 2022 might be when that's actually coming out then too. Over to PS5. Uh, And Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that wraps up the, the the Sony showcase. I feel like I'm missing one, but I'm like, I'm looking at my notes, unless I was just an idiot. No, I nothing's, uh,
0: st- I can't think yeah. of anything else.
3: It was only about 40 minutes long, so that seems about right. Because so, mm. their showcases, at least, are never ridiculously long. Um, yeah, hmm. that's all I that's all I bothered to jot down <laughs> for this week. That's, that's already at an hour.
0: Well, hey, that's, there's nothing wrong with that.
3: I always have faith in us to fill
0: time. No, we do. So I guess now we're going to uh, just open it up over here to Paul, and we're going to get to know Diving. you. Yeah. we're going to cool. to ask all okay. the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. I Good. can think of. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I they're have not that concerns. hard. <laughs> I have concerns. I it's like your hard-hitting
3: <laughs> questions, yeah.
0: I mean, we, we like to, you know, we've already kind of hit you with what you've been playing and, and things mm-hmm. like that, well, but, but now we're going to get a little bit more personal because okay. we need to know how everything got started for you where you are today. So I want to dig into your origins of game development. We're going to make it sound more dramatic than it probably is, but mm-hmm. why not? Sure. You didn't technically go to college for game development. No, I didn't go to
2: college for anything related to anything I'm doing now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, uh, for the longest time, my, uh, my day job has been, uh, you know, copy editor, proofreader. My degree's in psychology, so who knows how that worked out.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so what, what kind of led you down that path?
2: Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I, so, oh man. Okay. There it's it's a it's a little old, it's a little windy. It's a little windy, but um mm-hmm. so I'd I'd wanted to be a, a video game developer like ever since I was a little kid. Like I played it was The Secret of Monkey Island mm-hmm. and I played this game and I'm like, oh my gosh, I would I would just die if I was if I could make games like this myself. Like this this is what I want to do. Like, I got to the point where I, I had a little notebook, and whenever I would play games, I would like take notes on things I would do differently. Like, uh-huh. oh, I didn't like, I didn't like that this worked out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the one I remember most is probably the dumbest one. Um, it's, it was one of the educational Mario games on Super Nintendo. <laughs> uh, there's like this, this mini game. Where you're in, like, a raft, and you're going through the water for reasons I do not remember, and I was furious that there was no jump button there. I'm like, all I want to do is be able to jump while I'm in the water, and I can't. (laughs) And that was... (laughs) Uh, But anyway, so I, I, you know, I spent a long time really just wanting to get into it, and then finally, uh, in high school, I was able to take a programming course... Uh, where we learned about like q basic and and visual basic uh, to be clear I'm not that old but that's just like that was that was what that uh, was sort of the introduction like this is sort mm-hmm. of the simple stuff that'll help you build on well, uh, what you're going to be doing later
3: understand your roots exactly
2: mm-hmm. oh I know yeah. all about if then statements now that really <laughs> cemented that for me um but I was really bad at it was the problem. <laughs> Uh, and so I kind of I kind of drifted away from game development after I took that class. I'm like, wow, I'm awful. I, there's so much math. Like, I don't understand any of this. Um, yeah. So then I, I took a brief, uh, not brief, but I took a detour into wanting to become a games journalist instead. I started my own, like, monthly email newsletter that later became a website called Game Cola, which is amazingly mm-hmm. still around, not run by me anymore. Um, but I did that for a very, very long time. Um Let's see. Until um, my girlfriend at the time, now wife, uh, discovered Adventure Game Studio, uh, and she had started working on a game in there that eventually became The Beard in the Mirror, um, and and I got involved in that too. We would like sit in like a cafe and like brainstorm uh, plot ideas, puzzle ideas, and we would work on it together and. She would kind of show me how to code it Is and everything. Is that the I'm
3: story like, I was reading where you guys would make up like
2: 2 yes. own adventure, like AOL? I
3: I loved that yes. so
2: much. Yeah, oh. well, that was that was where some of our puzzles came from. Like one of us would, we were literally on AOL Instant Messenger. One of us would, I am the other person, and just like start like uh, an off-the-cuff like text adventure game. Like you know, you wake up in a dark it. cave. There's a troll standing in front of you. You're chained to the floor. What do you do? And we, yeah. Oh, stuff like I that. love
3: that, though. That's so cute, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
2: Thank you. Uh, but yeah, so, so I started getting, finally learning that, oh, there is a way you can do game development if you don't know about programming. It's called Engines. <laughs> <laughs> so there's Adventure Game Studio, uh, RenPy, which is what we use now. All this stuff mm-hmm. that you, you can use, even, it, like, that really does a lot of the, the heavy lifting for you. Um, so then I, I sort of turned back around and got into the game development. Meanwhile, I was in the journalism program at college because I wanted to write for a magazine. <laughs> um, I got further and further into the program. I realized I hated that too. I also wasn't good at that. <laughs> Like, they had us do, there was an assignment where we had to go get uh, what they called man-on-the-street interviews. And I was just, like, I was so perplexed about the whole thing. Like, they said, go to this town, do man-on-the- I'm, like, I'm walking around the town. There's no men. There's no people. I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Who am I talking to about what? That It was a, I Aww. totally bombed it. <laughs> the professor told me I should drop out of journalism. <laughs> oh, shit. No. And then I did, uh, and oh, I had been taking all these psych courses as a minor just kind of for funsies, um, so then I just, like, all right, whatever, I need to graduate in, like, a year and a half, so I guess I'm a psych major now. With something that... to show for it, right? Like Exactly. We... <laughs> like, that's how that happened.
0: <laughs> just... So, with your your time in journalism, and that is that what yeah. kind of, I won't say led you to, but maybe got you proofreading jobs for yes. devs?
2: So I, 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 yeah, uh, in college, I learned that I hated reporting. And, you know, I was starting to get a little iffy on writing even. um, But I loved proofreading. I took a course in copy editing for newspapers. And I'm like, this is awesome. I get to tell all these writers what they did was bad and fix it. This is fun. (laughs) (laughs) This is a lot of fun. So, yeah. So out of college, um, I was able to tie together my psych degree and my editing courses that I had been taking. And I got a uh, job as a copy editor for a human resources firm that did psychological evaluations of people applying for jobs. Ah. So I was able to, through the college, through through that job, get a lot of experience editing. And then I started sending out my resume to different game publishers being like, hey, I've been an editor for several years. I, I know what I'm doing. Do you need someone to proofread your text? And, you know one out of every 60 d- publishers would be like, oh, wait, that's a good idea. We should have a proofreader. We have a proofreader? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I, found, I found the most success there was with uh, publishers who were uh, localizing games coming from overseas hmm. uh, because they would do the translations in-house, but they would sort of realize that we need someone who is a native English speaker to read over this stuff. Mm-hmm. So that, that's sort of where I was able to find my niche. I've been working with uh, German publishers, and I've been working with uh, Japanese pr- uh, publishers primarily, uh, bringing games over to the U.S. Wow. Oh,
3: fun. Oh, well, then thank you, because I really want more <laughs> Japanese <laughs> games over here. They're so yes. big and wonderful and lovely that I just want more yes. of them. <laughs> I
2: do. I'm happy to do my part. <laughs> yes. So, oh, yeah, so now I sp- – yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your story. Oh. I was just
2: gonna wrap wrap the whole thing up. by saying so. Now I basically split my time between doing these freelance editing jobs for publishers, other companies, and then when I don't have any contracts I'm working on, that's when I develop my own games using the engines that I had learned about. Oh, nice.
0: So yeah. That's
2: that's, that's
3: that. <laughs> I've seen some of those programs, man. Yeah, like the, I, I, very briefly. I mm. I do what I was like, oh, I can make a game, right? And then <laughs> oh, I got a code. Mm. Yes. That's and then dark. same thing. So it's like, but did you know this engine? And I went, oh, OK. Yeah. yeah but oh, my, my I... story's like two weeks long where I had this big idea I was going to do something big. You know,
2: you should.
3: You well, should. Him and, we, we talk about it for like two weeks yeah. and then we're like, sure. you know, but we don't know what we're doing.
2: Yeah. Oh, I could I could do another whole spiel about finding people to work with, because that's, that's, like, secretly one of the really hard parts about game development. I was going to say, just, I don't know if that's yeah. even
3: a secret, because I feel like in all of yeah. our content creation endeavors, too, you always get a few people that seem super excited early on, and then it's mm-hmm. like, all right, we got it set, and it's like, oh, but they can't, and usually legit reasons, you know, like, family and kids and whatever, yeah. but... Like, well, it
0: that just that was a seems lot of my, convenient.
2: Yeah, yeah. That that was a lot of my uh, early experience when I when I first started trying to find my niche was like I would get in touch with people. Uh, there was one I remember. It was, it was a, a free AGS game that I'd found on the forums, Adventure Game Studio. Uh, mm-hmm. And I offered my services. I spent a lot of time editing the script, uh, and then they decided they didn't want to use any of my edits and just released their game full of typos for no reason. Uh, so. Uh, and then, like other projects, you know, you you get a little team together, uh, and then it just it falls apart because for whatever reason, the people you're working with don't have time, you don't have time, the group doesn't mesh well. So yeah, it's 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 so much about finding the right people and the right projects. Mm. Absolutely,
3: I can agree with that. Yeah, we try yeah. to keep it simple and small for that reason. And then, yes, yes. You know, mm. like with the animation, it's like, well, at least we could just have people send in their voiceover. We don't have to try to get everybody together. Or do- <laughs> <laughs> piece it together yep. a little
1: bit
0: but, you know, but even that really can like, be a nightmare especially when like she said you you find someone who sounds enthusiastic and then they deliver and you're like oh boy oh my god this isn't That's the
2: worst part too yeah. when you have to like send someone like i'm sorry this doesn't this doesn't work i feel really bad like i never like doing that but it's like, I like, so, so you guys have have seen the games we work on the visual mm-hmm. novels. We use a lot of like photographs for our art, yeah mm-hmm. for our characters, for our backgrounds. And that's something I run into sometimes. I'm like, you're, fa- everything's blurry and I can't see your, like the lower half of your body. I can't use these pictures. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, I feel. I well, awful. And
3: sometimes I have to tell actors sometimes you don't you're not as diligent in reading through the entire thing that's oh. asked of you too. so maybe help us help you too by like, reading the instructions, sending it in the way that we asked for it. And then you know, we'll let you know. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> if I got to come back to you and ask for it several times, I'm probably just gonna move on <laughs> to somebody who read it, <laughs> you know, um, but anyway, deviating again per yeah. nature.
2: Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm the master of deviating. <laughs> about it. When I when I was with Game Cola, I would frequently derail the whole thing just talk about Nicktoons. So <laughs> oh good, at
3: least yeah. then it's not going to sound weird to him when it does happen each time, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: didn't you have something you were going to bring up that like the Nicktoons oh. just almost like rang a bell in my head? Like you were like, oh, we're, we need to bring oh, yeah. this up when when we have Paul on. No.
2: I just got all excited. Oh, with the oh yeah, episode. with Ninja Turtles yeah, and the yeah, Cat yeah, Dog yeah. episode. Yes, yeah. I, yeah. I just got so pumped. But with, <laughs> yeah, with that Nickelodeon fighting game. I that and the and yeah the, that and the Ninja Turtles side scroller. I want so bad for those games to be good. I That's all. You.
3: I do too. Like <laughs> yeah. it was like the Ninja Turtles was a game I didn't even know I wanted, and then yes. when I saw what style they were doing it, in, I'm like, yes, yes, no, I want this right now. Give, yeah. give me. give me. Yeah, I uh, I want it to be good too.
2: <laughs> that's all I want. Yeah. I'm just so worried. I feel like I feel like I've uh, sorry. Now now I'm really derailing everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: no. I ahead. think our siblings might be used to not having a uh, coherent show. <laughs>
2: uh, but yeah, I fe- I feel like I've been that through that so many times with Ninja Turtle games in the past like 20 years yeah. <laughs> where it's like, "Oh man, this one looks kind of cool. This is going to be good." And then I play it like, "Oh, oh all right. Cool. And then yeah. the next one comes like, this one's gonna be good. Nope, that one, not that one. Okay.
0: What was yeah. that last one they did that just came out of left field and they tried to make them realistic looking? I feel like it came out on the PlayStation three. And maybe For Ninja other Turtles? Yeah, there was like a there was this oddball Ninja Turtle game that came out, out of nowhere. And I can't remember the name of it, but I do remember it because their designs were so Odd, Like they were really trying to lean in toward realism. Oh, I think I know what name you're talking of that game?
3: about. I don't know. The only one I found was Mutants in Manhattan, and that looks normal mm. for
0: PlayStation
3: 3.
0: Uh, that may have been it. Maybe maybe uh, I'm, I'm misremembering. I
3: mean, it looks kind of like cel-shaded, though.
0: No, this wasn't you know, cel-shaded. Like this was
3: almost like... It was, like...
2: it was like Out of the Sewer or something like that. Yeah, 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 That sounds yeah. familiar. yeah. Hmm. See, no, Maybe I, don't I, don't I
3: skipped it. Maybe I skipped <laughs> it. Because I was I, like, I, you know, I, like <laughs> Nintendo, Deter boom, love it, everything. You know, you go to the arcades, those were fun. And then there was like a period where I'm like, I don't know that I want to ruin my childhood.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that was it. What really killed it for me was they did that uh, Turtles in Time Reshelled several years oh, ago. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, why? Why would you do this to my, my beautiful child? Why would you yeah. do this to my game? I, <laughs> I refuse.
3: Reviews on some. I was like, I'm just yeah. gonna leave it in my head how it was, like even some yeah. things that I enjoyed as a kid. I'm like, I don't know that I want to revisit now. Let's just leave yeah. it in my head. It's this ephemeral, nice, beautiful thing. Just leave it there. And anywho,
0: <laughs> anyway, hey, let's talk about your games. Yeah, we you've got a few okay. games, all right, stuff you do. If we,
2: if we must, okay.
0: So, you, you talked about the beard in yes. the mirror, you said you got involved with that. Like, so that was already uh, something that got started before you came along?
2: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, that was my my, my then-girlfriend, now-wife's project. Um, okay. Uh, it, was, it was pretty much all her. She did the art, uh, a lot of the music, the story, the script, uh, design, everything, puzzles. Um, and I, I sort of started off just kind of, like, brainstorming with her on that one. Um, but as, as time went on, she sort of lost the time and energy to work on it. She graduated college, started going to grad school. -hmm. uh, So I I sort of took it over uh, about halfway through. I started writing the script, programming it. Uh, She still did the art because I I can't draw my way out of a paper bag. (laughs) Uh, But um, yeah, that game that game was in development for ten years. (laughs) Wow! I was reading
3: that. Yeah, I was like, interesting. But yeah, well,
2: because it was such a it was such a background project for both of us. Like I was working full time at the time. She was, you know, very very busy. Like I said, Mm -hmm. with grad school. Um it took a little while. Yeah, it started when it started actually before we were dating, I think, is when she actually officially started working on it. So it went from before we were dating to when we were married <laughs> this game was in production.
3: So it's like you can kind of judge how long you've been together by how old the game is.
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like well
3: how long we've we been together? Well, I don't know. When did we start on Beard in the Mirror? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so <laughs>
2: But yeah, that was that was sort of the game that showed me that okay, uh, it is it is possible to do programming without really knowing a lot about programming and being very bad at it. Um, mm-hmm. So from there, I I sort of jumped around a little bit. Um, uh, I started playing around with RenPy because I I figured all right, now this is one I don't need to know how to program or do art because we can do <laughs> other ideas for art too. Right. Um. So I I, I had just like. I think I had a blog at the time, and I had just posted on the blog saying that I was I was looking for someone to uh, to work on a game with me. Um, And my uh, my friend, who was like a a longtime partner at Gamecola, a guy by the name of Michael Gray, uh, responded immediately. He had story ideas. He he drew. He actually did draw art for our first few games. Like he was he was ready to go. Um, So we quickly collaborated on a game that took about three or four months. Uh, called My Nigerian Prince, uh, which is a, a game about responding to spam email, basically. I was
3: hoping. <laughs> I didn't look it up. I just wanted yeah, to play. I was like, I was that's hoping. That's literally,
2: it's, it's like the world's shortest game. Like, speaking of games that you could refund after playing them, I think that game's <laughs> only like 20 minutes long. Don't do 20, it, Twenty thirty. 20, 30 yeah. do do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that it was like, uh, all right, let's let's do this short practice project just to kind of see how we work together, if if this you know if this is going to work out for us, uh, and it worked great. We finished it in like three or four months, I think. It didn't. It sold six copies, but that's okay. <laughs> Start somewhere. Was <laughs> it you know? exactly?
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. <clears throat> uh, and and we sort of just moved on from there. He's been involved in pretty much. Uh, every one of my uh, every one of our projects at Rock since then
3: so. oh nice oh yes hmm. Argle grump is that Ar- yes yeah,
2: sorry yeah he's michael gray he's also known as Argle thump i'm sorry uh, i knew i was gonna YouTube. say it wrong yeah. i knew it i'm so sorry yeah, if if any of your listeners uh, are in the nancy drew community they probably recognize that name he does he's like widely known uh as uh he does walkthroughs for the nancy drew games on youtube that have like a billion views Wow. (laughs) I used
1: to
3: play a bunch of those off of Big Fish Games. Is it those ones? Ah,
2: Yes. So if you ever looked up a a video... If you ever looked up a video walkthrough, you probably heard his voice.
3: I might have. Of course, I don't remember when I started knowing about looking up walkthroughs. Sure, sure. Because before, it was just like, well, I don't know. And then you never beat it. You walked away. Yeah. (laughs) Four person sat there. Oh, I love those games. So then it sounds like the gradual move into FMV was more of like being able to create more games within your skill house, I guess. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Well I the, the the impetus was that when we were working on um uh the first Francie Drew game, our Nancy <laughs> Drew parody, um we, we we sort of realized as we were working on it, like, oh wait a second, you can play videos in Pi. Like Ooh. we just did like very small sequences like I, I mean I just added um between between days in the game I just had like a little sunset video basically. Like very like stock footage like just to see how it worked. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, Oh, this gives me ideas. <laughs> so then, yeah. So uh, what was it? We made a couple uh, short FMV games. Um, we made one called, uh, what's it called? The, something, the Let's, the Let's Play Disaster. Wait, hang on. I forgot the game. <laughs> it's like
3: I've tried to push this out of my brain, but
2: here we are. Again, it sold four. This one sold four copies. I think it actually is our <laughs> worst selling game of all time. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay, yeah. Sorry, it's called "Who Am I: The Let's Play Disaster," uh, and it, we use is that on uh, Steam? Uh, so it's on Steam as part of the Francie Drew and Friends ah, bundle. okay. That was where we we sort of like packaged our five uh, really short, uh, short visual novel games and and mm-hmm. sort of just bundled them together like that. Um, but anyway, yes, that's available and it's available by itself on itch.io, where it has sold one copy. Um, but. Hey. Anyway, itch
3: might be the better place for you too, right?
2: Oh, I love I love itch.io. <laughs> I can get I can do a whole thing on that. Well, too. no, I've um, heard like a
3: lot of indie devs now have been really preferring to um, sell their games over there as well. Oh, so,
2: if itch.io had like users and people buying the games, it would be the perfect platform. Like, yeah. what's the my favorite thing about that is that you can you can give you can tip developers as you're buying a game, and at least like. Half half of our sales on there, people, you know, give us, like, a dollar, a couple of dollars. One person tipped yeah. us, like, $20 one time. Like, nice. Like, if Steam implemented something like that, it would be, like, a huge game changer for, for indie developers. For, yeah, because they have the reach. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if, yeah. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> we, we <laughs> decided to, to continue experimenting with live-action FMV footage with... Who am I? Uh, and this is a game where it's kind of this this kind of extremely lame visual novel. Uh, but while you're playing it, there's a video of someone doing a let's play of the game <laughs> while you're playing the game. <laughs> and he, so it's it's a character who's like they're making fun of the entire game while you're playing it. Wow. I've
3: got to play. It. I know I have it. It's- I think it's I haven't, and I just haven't played it yet. I haven't gotten around that to
2: was, it. That was a lot of fun to do. Uh, and then eventually, <laughs> toward the end of the game, uh, you have characters that start let's playing the character who is let's playing the game. <laughs> like <laughs> Let's play Inception? Okay, yes, I've exactly. To, I've
3: got to get around to
2: <laughs> it. Uh, and from there, I moved on to my own FMV game called The Awkward Steve Duology. which That's uh, how I found you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is, is this kind of uh, parody of art films, basically, of like art school film aesthetic. It's, it's all black and white shot from extremely bizarre camera angles. Uh, and it's, it's sort of a two-part story. One is about um, there's someone knocking at your door uh, and you're not, you're not expecting anyone. So it's a game about you trying to psych yourself up to open the door. <laughs> So it's really like—it's great. Yeah.
3: I had to—I streamed it. We had so much fun <laughs> playing around with it because I kept Thank having hide everywhere. Like, yes, like, I'm not going there. It's so a yeah, lovely it's, thing.
2: It's about trying to. Yeah, you have to. You have an anxiety meter, and you have to get it low enough so that Steve will finally face his fears and open the front door and mm-hmm. and see who's there. Uh, and then there's a second game where you're. Uh, hiding in your bathroom while your roommate is throwing this raging party, uh, <laughs> basically just trying to entertain yourself. <laughs> Although enough. it goes some places, but
3: I I thought they were lovely and directly up my alley for humor, and that's what I was like because I'm an FMV fan girl. So yes. when I found uh, I search FMVs for what's coming out like weekly, yeah. see if anything new is coming out, who's doing what, and I remember when I caught that, I'm like, yep. <laughs> Well,
0: thank I- you for playing it. I appreciate it.
3: <laughs> and I kept it because I still want to play. it. Like
2: <laughs> thank you. Yeah, that is. I'm. I'm sure that's when you could finish in under two hours. Actually, yeah. Um, yep. <laughs>
3: maybe I, think, I didn't look. Yeah. I, I. I never bothered. If I finished it, I just assumed that's that was on me. I'm finished. So, well, keep, keep it keeping it. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Oh, so, that's funny. Yeah. So while we're <laughs> on
0: uh, uh, games, mm-hmm. that uh, yes. I, I've got yes. to know about, cat president. Like was was there weed involved? Uh, you know, maybe some catnip. Just just curious. We
3: get that?
2: Quite a bit. <laughs>
3: like, it is it is
2: hilarious. <laughs> to my knowledge, not certainly not on my end. Okay, but I don't okay, think yeah. Michael either. Uh, but no, yeah. gosh, I'm trying to remember. I'm pretty sure the inception for that game was us tweeting at each other. <laughs> We're. i think it was really like it was during the uh the 2016 elections or you know before them um and we just michael had the idea that he was he was noticing that a lot of the candidates at that time sort of fit neatly into like dating sim archetypes <laughs> so he had <laughs> so he was like okay presidential <laughs> dating sim and i think i suggested that they all be cats too because i thought that would be fun <laughs> mm-hmm so, yeah, we ended up meeting a dating sim for for cats running for president. Wow.
3: <laughs> it, I I mean, I think yeah. I only played the second one. And it it oh, was that, wonderfully awkward our, when the, the cat the starts one, loving yeah. you back, you know? You're like, I'm not <laughs> sure if I'm supposed to keep <laughs> playing this, but
2: <laughs> Yes, I, it can <laughs> it can be a deeply unsettling game if you're not ready for that.
3: <laughs> oh, but I I really did have so much of... <laughs> I would keep running into the other room, oh. like with the hubs. I'm like, so right now, yes. I think was it Biddle's Oh, DJ Nibbles.
2: DJ or... Nibbles.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I really that's wanted amazing. the robot cat, but that's amazing yeah. just oh, to hear you. where that actually stems from. <laughs> just a casual conversation is like, you know what? That's interesting. Yeah. And then boom, boom, boom. I'd have never guessed, but yeah. Oh, it my, all lines Michael up.
2: Michael is he's incredible to work with, like that, like. I'll I'll just, like, tweet him an, an idea for just, like, the dumbest game. And, like, later that day, I'll have, like, an outline and the script for the introduction, like, in my inbox. Like, I don't understand how he writes that fast and so well. Wow. Like, he's, he's incredible. That's but great. That's, that's, that's really how, like, a lot of our projects get started.
0: <laughs> so to kind of piggyback off of that, the creative process, the, yeah. the name. Oh, a rock. Like, now you've kind of used that as kind of, like, your branding element. So Mm -hmm. where did that just kind of stem from? Was it just something so simple? I wish there was a good story for this.
2: (laughs) But it's really, like, uh, so going back to the beard in the mirror, that was our point-and-click adventure game. Um, When we sort of started working on the game, we initially had planned to have uh, spoken dialogue in it. Um it was basically uh, Elizabeth and I had recorded a lot of the the character's dialogue um and one of the lines was literally just the main character looking at a rock and saying "Oh, a rock." <laughs> and for some reason we both thought that was the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> so we ended up cutting the dialogue because uh the the uh, sorry, the voiceovers because most of it was really bad. Um but <laughs> we liked that line so much that we like kind of put it in our splash screen and and sort of just named the studio after it like at that because i needed i needed a name mm-hmm. and i was like all right yep that so, works that's oh.
0: actually <laughs> pretty clever <laughs>
2: right <laughs> literally that's all it is it's just a silly well, line of dialogue and in i an have fun game.
3: saying it because i'm always like to yeah. me i read it i go oh a rock
2: like,
0: <laughs> that's just
3: me and so i have fun <laughs> <further than that. laughs> how i hear it in
2: my head. <laughs> thank you
0: it's <laughs> no whimsy twitter or anything it's just over dramatic a
2: rock yeah, yeah, it is. Well, I think the way <laughs> the I kind of justify original. it is, I, I, I sort of like the idea that it, 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 it's sort of about like finding joy in like the mundane. Like, mm. I think this oh, rock yeah. is awesome. I think like I could play this whole story about just trying to answer the front door, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
0: It's pretty. I, cool.
2: I sort of like that idea. It's sort of like. You know, kind of plays down the fantastical and just kind of celebrates the ordinary. Sure. Of course, then we made a game about talking cats, so
0: it sort of <laughs> derailed yes. it. That Running idea. Running for president.
2: But, yes.
0: Hey, you can't <laughs> stick to that same lane. You gotta, you gotta diversify just a little bit. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So you have your <laughs> okay. own uh, podcast.
2: Yeah, we. Uh, I think it was around the time that the original Cat President game was coming out. Um, uh, Michael and I just started doing a monthly podcast that uh is sort of half like talking about the game design process uh and it's half just like our like monthly catch-up meeting with each other that we just kind of record and post on the internet um a lot of times like we'll be just like trying to hash out something like on the air while we're recording and it'll be an idea that i then like go and implement in the game after we're done talking like stuff like that
1: That's
2: great. um yeah so it's called yeah it's called uh oh a podcast <laughs> like i said everything on brand <laughs> Right? yeah exactly oh, okay, it's, no. it's 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 such a flexible phrase it makes things really easy
3: <laughs> so pretty much any project you're like oh yeah just a book yeah
2: <laughs> exactly yeah well that'd be the, uh, the oh, yeah, a blog, um, published three of our series or, yeah. of our company what i really want to do is start a D podcast and call it oh and orc but we haven't, <laughs> quite, <laughs> we haven't quite made that work yet
0: Get around to it. Get around to it. Yeah. <laughs> I love them all. I'm crying, right? Now. <laughs> so, Lace, I've got one more question for this man. So, before uh-huh. I ask, I want to see if you had any more <laughs>
3: Oh, is it like the defining end of the I feel uh, like it's question? a very
0: important question, and it I don't want to... a wanna... very
3: important question. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know, because honestly, I'm such a fan of the organic conversation and the questions that kind of free form <laughs> off of that, because um, I was more curious how you got into F&B, which you answered, because I was going to be like, yeah. well, Phantasmagoria was uh, like my very first well, one ever, and then so. I saw your wife was a Sierra fangirl. Uh, so <laughs> I was yeah, like, so maybe that was definitely she part got him it started in it.
2: <laughs> it was, it was definitely part, like the, the, the sudden realization that we could just do FMV pretty straightforwardly in Renpy. And yes, mm-hmm. I love a lot of those really old goofy FMV games. I love Phantasmagoria. I got a whole shelf of them back here. Oh, <laughs> nice. oh good. You
3: still have the hard copies too. Oh, oh yeah yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot
2: of them, I, yeah, that I've had since I was a kid or, or picked up at yard sales over the years. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. There's something about the, the the frequently goofy acting of it. The, the simplistic gameplay, a lot of that stuff really appeals to me. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I like, I, there's these, there's a pair of Star Trek FMV games that I'm kind of obsessed with. It's like Star Trek Borg and Star Trek Klingon that are basically just like episodes of the show that you get to direct. I, like, I, I think oh, that stuff fine. is is, is Kind of like that
3: old crisscross one where you created your own yes. video. Like that, yeah.
2: <laughs> yes.
3: That was um, wonderfully awful, but I did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, I I have I mean I have a, a Sega CD over over there in the oh, corner. Oh, so you and have I like roos- probably OG Night Trap.
3: And I do all of those. Nice, <laughs> nice.
2: I also have one that's called Kids on Site, and it's a kids FMV game about learning about construction equipment.
3: <laughs> I've not heard of this one. It's, honestly
2: enough. it's there's probably a reason why, but uh, I think it's well, fun. I don't know. I
3: found hmm. I. I into some pretty oddball ones that should have never existed
2: <laughs> it's but... it's very short and very silly but i think one of my like you get to like control all the uh all the different uh, construction equipment so i think one of my favorites was your uh you have a you know you control the thing that lifts all the dirt into the air digger uh and then you have the option to just turn and dump it on one of the people working on the site as you do yeah as anyway,
3: you
2: do <laughs> Anyway, I just I, I just too. yeah. I I there's something about FMV games that that has always kind of appealed to me like that. So. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it's definitely my, been my favorite since I discovered it, I guess, in the 90s with Dirty yeah. Man. I think that came in like mm. a free uh back when they used to give them to you when you got your PC like a free disk of demos, you know, or with your AOL disk, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And started it there. So I, yeah, I just was curious where the f bug came from. But it looks like we kind of hit the nail on that. Although, one burning question. Absolutely. Uh, what did you learn from the intimate sex lives of famous people? <laughs> it is, it's been, I'm very curious about this item. I
2: had to I'm do tr- some Instagram I'm to deep figure diving. Out where you
3: came across? Ah, it that. was like on your Instagram from your okay. yard sailing.
2: Yes, so yes, I do have an Instagram <laughs> where I post weird things I find Please at yard. Please go <laughs> check out that Instagram. I had so much
3: fun looking oh, through the stuff you. people are selling you.
2: <laughs> it's uh, yeah at yard sailing to adventure. That's again. I, Doing that a number of years, it started as a blog, and then I was like, oh, this is so many words. I don't feel like writing all these words anymore, so now it's an Instagram. Uh,
3: it's great. Where Where I someone write- sold him a wrapped present that was supposed to go to his mother. It had a heartfelt <laughs> note to their mother, God. and it was like just a wrapped present. I was like, what?
2: I have found so much hair for sale. <laughs> <laughs> upsetting every single time it's just like it'll have a sticker on it that says real human hair ten dollars I'm like
3: I don't, what are you why I don't want why? your hair it's I mean it. for that voodoo I guess if you were like yeah short some human hair for oh your yeah seance that evening
2: I, I don't love yard <laughs> sales so much I, I mean I've been going like weekly since I was a kid I would go with my mom every weekend and I've just kept doing it since I was an adult uh, oh
3: but <laughs> yeah, that I didn't realize that Instagram would bring me that
2: much joy as I was flipping oh, I'm so through happy all of did. the little
3: finds that you had. I was just like, Oh my god, this
2: is great. I'm so happy. Oh thank you. <laughs> <gasps> i
3: am telling you. This is probably why I gravitate towards there. Our humor is so dumb, it just worked.
2: <laughs> yeah, I keep I keep trying to think of a, a a plot that I can make a yard sale game based on. I haven't quite cracked that nut yet. Mm. But... Oh, I think
3: if anyone could it would be you. I I would yeah. love
2: to. <laughs> combine everything yeah oh,
3: all right well no i mean uh, my other questions i wrote down were just silly time filler mm. ones in case like we didn't talk like sure. your useless talent and you know mm. gag reel of your life kind of questions
0: sure sure <laughs> like well, then, the
3: real deep cuts that no one yeah. else ever bothers to ask yeah, you know? yeah,
0: yeah 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 well i mean the the question i have i mean i feel like it's pretty deep cut i mean we i gotta oh, know boy because mm-hmm. i i don't feel like i got a proper answer Did you ever start that spoon collection?
2: Oh, Oh, yeah. You were up to (laughs) one. You guys have done so much research. I I think you may be the only person that's ever visited my website.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Two now.
1: Two. (laughs) Yes. Uh,
2: It has not gotten past one spoon, sadly. Yeah. No, I, uh, I definitely, when I was a little kid, definitely wanted to have... Like, because my, my parents took me on a lot of, uh, like, road trips when I was a little kid. Um, and I always thought the collectible spoons were pretty cool. Uh, but they yeah. were like, no, you don't want to get involved in that. Uh, they pushed me into keychains <laughs> instead. Oh. Uh, but there was, I, always, I always, you know, had a little something in my heart for spoons. Um, so I had to put that in my description on my website. Yeah. Um, just, you know, as a as a joke, because I was trying to fill space, because at that point, I hadn't really done that much worth talking about yet, so I was like, all right, let's just add this here.
1: Add it in. Um,
2: my mother-in-law then read my website and bought me a collectible spoon for Christmas. Aww.
3: Oh, so is that your one, or do you now have, have two? I have one. Nope, just oh, the one. that is your one. <laughs> one <Okay>. from, uh, <laughs> just
2: the one. It's from Maryland.
3: <laughs> Aw. All right, so at least I got to send him some spoons, man. Let's get so this collection funny. going, Oh, meow. gosh. Like, like a <laughs> You know childhood dream come true right
0: i used to have one spoon as a kid that was like my favorite spoon like that would have been my special spoon and if i still knew where it was i would send it to you so you'd have this special spoon because it was like a little golden colored snoopy spoon had him on the end of it and it was small obviously at some point i had to just like let it go because it was too small for a growing boy Sure. And, oh, <laughs> but, that's so sweet. Just yeah. when you wanted
3: tiny bites,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> just
3: little bites.
0: Excellent.
3: Well, then I think yeah. that's perfect because we also got to play. I'm sure we'll get to talk about it here. Uh, yeah. The the most recent game that you are currently still developing. If you want to tell us a little bit about that.
2: Sure. So um, <laughs> the the game we're we're currently working on uh, is called Too Many Santas, uh, and. It- <laughs> which we we sort of dug ourselves into this niche of weird dating sims cuz I just think mm-hmm. it's so much fun. Uh so is a dating sim uh that is Santa Claus themed. You play as as a person uh, who owns uh, a failing toy store at the mall. Uh and and one one night you you wish upon a Christmas star which that that's a thing, right? A Christmas Christmas star? I don't know. Sure. I think uh, so. Yeah. Okay, good yeah. cuz I wasn't sure. Um <laughs> You wish upon a, uh, the Christmas star for for some help for your failing store, and then you you turn around and there are these six Santa Clauses that are there and they're ready to just devote themselves to you. <laughs> I
3: I tell you what, I was so happy you let me play through what a little bit that there is yeah. now. I guys, it just I. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I shouldn't say too much because it's probably still really early. But let's just yeah. say the placeholders. I almost don't want them to go.
1: Oh, I laughed
3: so hard at them in the moment, that's you know. And I was just like, I get it, but I don't know why this video.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah, God, my am
3: such a child. I guess I don't know. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so there's it's going to be uh it's it's a it's a little shorter for for one of our visual novels. Um, there's mm-hmm. there's going to be uh, six pathways with six different kind of themed Santa Clauses. You know, you have your sassy Santa, your sexy Santa, uh, your secret Santa, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so in each sleepy pa- Santa, sleepy Santa, yeah. sad <laughs> Santa, yeah. <laughs> and you just yeah, you just kind of play through each pathway, and you. Uh, you um, respond to choice prompts, and you try to get the naughty or nice ending, depending on you know what you feel like doing. <laughs> what you want <have> to do <laughs> in your dating life, yeah. right?
3: Yeah, excellent. And so, to my understanding, we can direct them to Steam to yes. wishlist it.
2: Yes, we finally yes. got the uh, the the Steam page uh, will be out uh, as of the publishing of this podcast. Uh, so please, anyone who's listening who is interested in dating Santa Claus, which is probably a lot of you, uh, all of us. I
3: can't see why we would have one say
2: no. <laughs> sure. Please, I, I would, I would definitely appreciate it if you could wishlist it on Steam. I've very recently learned that wish lists are like the most important thing about Steam. Uh, if you want, oh yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's interesting. We don't, we've never really launched a Steam store page like very early. We usually do it like a month before the game comes out. Um, mm-hmm. This this is many many months before the game comes out. Um, but from what I've read is that uh, the more wish list you can get for your game, the uh, the more the uh, the algorithm gods will bestow upon you when the game comes out. Like it'll be that much more likely to come up on search results on the main page on recommendations if a lot of people oh, have wishlisted sense. your game. Yeah. So.
1: Okay.
3: So we're Interesting. we're
2: experimenting with getting the Steam page up pretty early in this development cycle uh, to try to make that happen
3: excellent excellent i like doing it because i just like to get that reminder when something releases because yes. i'm not going to remember so then when i get that email i'm like oh yeah and i <laughs> go over and get it
0: for ease of access all links will be down below so yes a link to the game will be there go wishlist you know you want to yes
3: I, I mean come on you got all them santas and then while you're there brilliant breeze through maybe you want to date a cat
0: yeah get your feet wet on
3: how the dating sim works you know go date some kitty cats we also
2: have a game about a time traveling pizza boy if that's more your speed yes i have played that too i
3: think i've played all your fmv ones i don't know i just haven't gotten around to the other
2: (laughs) thank you very much
3: my pleasure i enjoy them the pizza delivery boy who saved the world oh yes we did (laughs) oh yes we did I think that's what I recognize dude from, right? That's the article that that I'm never going to say right, apparently, Mm because it's hard for me (laughs) to say. (laughs) All right. Well, oh, my gosh. We've kept you so long. Oh, so where should we follow you, Paul? Tell the siblings how to harass and stalk you from here on out.
2: Yeah, so (laughs) I I have my own personal Twitter account. It's at Paul M. Franzen. Um, There's also one for O'Rock if you... Uh, would rather just hear about game developments and not whatever dumb stuff I'm thinking about at any given moment. So that's uh, at O-A-Rock Studios. Um, we have a website, oarock.com. You can go there. It uh, has information about all our games. Uh, you can also just look look us up on Steam. All our games are on mm-hmm. Steam. Uh, let's see. Um, and we have, our pod- we have a podcast, like I mentioned before. Uh, oh, a podcast where if you want to hear a little bit more about what goes into making these weird, dumb, little indie games that you sometimes see pop up. Uh, we talk about it uh, at length when we're not talking about Ace Attorney, <laughs> which right. also comes up a lot. Hey,
3: you'll beat it, and I'll get through it. Link's <laughs> down below. Go follow up. Paul, thank you so much. Oh, thank you so this much for having me. This was so much me. fun just to, like, get to BS with you for a couple hours. Oh, this was great.
2: It was great. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Oh. <sighs>
3: Excellent. Well, I think that's our show. Yeah? Yeah. Excellent. Don't forget, siblings, you can hit us up sometime on Twitter at Super Mega Crash. Go on and send us an email to supermegacrash at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can also find us on Instagram to view the weekly icon art that Stephen puts his time and love into. Uh, you can support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred platform. And you can even go to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. You can tell your friends to find us or just search pencil and paper podcast network or Super Mega Crash Brothers turbo wherever you find your favorite podcasts thank you so much for listening i am Lacey finley
0: i am stephen white and i have an announcement oh yes pencilpaperproductions.com find oh. all the stuff there i didn't
3: know if we should mention it yet we're,
0: we're mentioning it because i practically got it almost ready so we'll go ahead yeah, and, we're gonna have we'll, our own website go ahead cool. and drop it down now go to go, that thing i'll put a link dot com. for that below if you want to find this show cinema salsa man cave super mega crash it's all gonna be there all, in all there
3: face. all the stuff the man does and more and more it's looking good it's looking good excellent well while you're checking that out and you're going to the website and until you come back to listen to us don't forget
0: game on
2: has been a pencil and paper podcast network production